This is the part of our Sunday gathering where we get together and listen to the Word of God. We have been in the middle of a series throughout August called This Is Us and uh, all the previous talks are available on our YouTube channel and our podcast. Make sure you check it out. And uh, today is part five. Remember part one, two, three, four, they're all standalone messages in itself. So you don't need to have listened to the previous ones to understand this one. And today we're going to be talking about the fact that we are passionate people. We are passionate people. What does the word passionate mean? Or what does the word passion mean? The dictionary defines passionate as having or showing strong feelings based on beliefs. Having or showing strong feelings based on a feeling or a cause or a belief system. And uh, we are passionate people. We are passionate people. And uh, I want you to know that you don't have to be a follower of Jesus Christ to show passion. In fact, in our culture, we show passion every single day, whether it's sports, whether it's um, whether it's politics, whether it's uh, a cause that's close to your, close to our heart, whether it's entertainment, whether it's, it's television, whether it's money, whatever it is, we are shown in our community that that. Our culture and our society love to show passion. We love clapping. We love shouting. We love cheering. We love lifting our hands. We love singing. Are you not convinced? Well, if you're not convinced, let me show you a few clips from our society, from sports to politics to entertainment to all sorts of things where we are shown day in, day out that passion, which is the showing of strong feelings of something as close to our heart, is commonplace in our society. You have edited down a few clips from YouTube. I just want to let you know that Beacon Church does not own any of these clips. This is merely intended for educational purposes and to prove a point, but not for commercial gain. So enjoy these few clips as I show you how passion is commonplace in our society. Enjoy. (laughs) Well, what did you think of that? Passion, lifting hands, singing songs, shouting, clapping, cheering. Why? Because something has moved our hearts. And for every person that's following Jesus Christ, I want you to know something should have moved your heart. Once upon a time, the Bible says you and I were children of wrath. But God in his great mercy decided in his heart that out of no other reason than the fact that he loves us unconditionally, sent his son to die in our place. He was buried and he's risen again. And to every person who puts their trust in Jesus, you and I now have the privilege, the honor, the ultimate privilege of being called a child of God. The Bible says it like this in John chapter 1. Behold, what manner of love is this, that we should be called children of God. Now, if that doesn't move your heart, I don't know what will. The fact that we were children of wrath, but God in his mercy loved us, saved us, forgave us, gave us a brand new identity. We are now buried with him, risen with him, seated with him in heavenly places. That should move your heart. That's why we are passionate people. We are passionate people. And I want to talk about a few things concerning that subject, the topic of being passionate in our walk with God, in our relationship with Jesus. And there's three things I want to talk about today. The first thing I want to talk about is this this fact that a passionate atmosphere is expressed by God and all of heaven. A passionate atmosphere is expressed by God 
and all of heaven. I want to read a few verses from the Bible to you. Let me start with Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 17. And this is what it says. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty God who will save. He will rejoice you. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet your fears by his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. You see, there's things in our life that are meant to be quiet. I love this verse because it says he will quiet our fears. The fears in your life are not meant to be loud. They're not meant to be passionate. And God promises that he will quieten our fears with his love. In the Bible, the opposite of fear is love. Perfect love casts out all fear. But then it says he will exult over you with loud singing. The word exult means to feel or to show triumphant elation or jubilation. In other words, God wants to show, God continues to show and feel triumphant elation and jubilation over you. Now, if that's the way God feels about you, surely that's the way we should be feeling about God. If God feels triumphant elation and jubilation and is singing loudly over you, then surely you should be feeling triumphant elation or jubilation over God. This is the atmosphere of God and this is the atmosphere of heaven. That is why we are passionate people. Why? Because as followers of Jesus Christ, we are taught to pray, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, what's heaven like? Well, we just read it. God is singing over you with loud songs and exulting over you, feeling and showing triumphant elation and jubilation with loud singing. That's what God's like. And if we're praying, let it be done on earth as it is in heaven, then I believe that on earth we should be passionate about Jesus. We should be passionate about the gospel. We should be passionate about the Bible. We should be passionate about our church. Sunday morning should not be a morning where you, your alarm goes off and thinking, oh no, it's Sunday. I got to get to church. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Jesus loves you. All of heaven is for you. God is exulting over you with triumphant singing. Come prepare to sing. Come prepare to clap. Come prepare to shout. Come prepared to lift your hands. Come prepared to give. Come prepared to lift your hands. Come prepared to feel triumphant elation because God is singing over us. That is the atmosphere of God and is the atmosphere of heaven. Look at what it says in Revelation chapter 5 verse 11 and 12. John writes, he says, Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels, numbering thousands Upon thousands, 10,000 times 10,000, they circled the throne and the living creatures and the elders. And in a loud voice, not a soft voice, in a loud voice, they sang, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Let me ask you a question. If one angel sang loudly with all their voice, how loud is it going to be? <laughs> if one angel sang loudly with all of his voice, 
How loud is it going to be? And John says he sees a picture of heaven and he sees thousands upon thousands upon ten thousands upon ten thousand angels. And they all sing together in a loud voice. Worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power, to receive wealth, to receive wisdom, to receive strength, to receive honor, to receive glory, to receive praise. That's what heaven's like. And if our prayer is, let it be done on earth as it is in heaven. I wonder what our Sunday should look like. I wonder what our Sunday should feel like. I wonder what our Sunday atmosphere should be like. Why? Because passionate atmospheres is the atmosphere of heaven. And we believe here at Beacon Church that our prayer should always be, let it be done on earth as it is in heaven. The only thing that's quiet in your life should be your fears. But the everything else concerning Jesus should be loud. Why? Because that is the atmosphere of heaven and that's the atmosphere of God. Secondly, a passionate atmosphere is a weapon against the enemy inside of us. Against the enemy inside of us. A passionate atmosphere is a weapon against the enemy inside of us. Do you know that there are enemies inside of you? Oh yeah, there's enemies inside of me too. Guilt, shame, condemnation, fear, feelings of injustice that cause us to be angry. Sometimes we feel violated, rejected, abused, taken advantage of, feeling like we're good for nothing, that we've lost our purpose, that nobody wants us. These are all enemies that are on the inside of us. But a passionate atmosphere is medicine, is a weapon against these enemies that are inside of us. There's a story in Luke 15 of a son, we don't know his name, who went away to a distant country, away from his dad, and used up all of his inheritance on reckless living. I mean, he just used all of his dad's money to sin. He slept with prostitutes, wasted all of his money. One day after he's done, he's dusted, he's got nothing left, he's broke, nobody will help him. He makes his way back to his house. And I want to read for you what happens when the son comes back to the father. The son says to the father, Luke 15 verse 21, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But, but, the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let us have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and he heard dancing. Can you imagine a son coming home after spending perhaps years, months, wasting all of the father's inheritance on reckless living, sleeping with prostitutes? I mean, this guy had messed up big time. He had hit rock bottom. He'd hit absolute rock bottom. The father doesn't say, right, okay, you're going to need some help. I'm going to put you in a 10-step recovery program. I am going to put you in a 20-step detox program. And then I'm going to put you in a 30-step program to work your way up so that we can repair you and fix you. 
I'm not against these programs. I'm not against detox. I'm not against 20-step programs. I've enrolled in them myself and they truly help. But his father's first reaction to his son returning home after having blown it and hit rock bottom, he says, I want to introduce my son to an atmosphere of celebration, a passionate atmosphere. His older brother comes back from the field and and the Bible says out in the field, he can hear the sound of music and dancing. Now, I can understand when you can hear music from a distance. I mean, but what kind of a party should should this have been if, if he can hear dancing from a distance? I mean, that must have been some party. The son has hit rock bottom and the father introduces him to his one step recovery program celebration (laughs) the father introduces him to his one-step recovery program passionate celebration do you know when you come together at church on sunday we're going to be back next sunday in the building worshiping lifting up the name of jesus your worship is the key to somebody else's healing your worship is the key to somebody else's breakthrough. So don't be stingy with your claps. Don't be stingy with your shout. Don't be stingy with your praise. Don't be stingy when it comes to lifting up the name of Jesus. You're not just doing it for you. But when that atmosphere of worship and praise and rejoicing is created in the house of God, it brings healing, deliverance. It becomes a weapon against the enemy because there are people in our community, in our congregation that are facing enemies on the inside. But when they enter an atmosphere of passion, enemies on the inside are defeated when praise goes up. Here's number three. A passionate atmosphere is a weapon against the enemy outside of us. You see, there are enemies that are inside of us. I mentioned before guilt and shame and jealousy and unbelief and fear and all that. And sometimes the enemy is not inside of us. We have an enemy outside of us. And I have spoken many times about people like King Jehoshaphat who began to sing and raise a shout of praise and raise music. And this is how we fight our battles. We begin to see the enemy begin to disperse. And there's so many, many examples throughout the Bible how praise and worship and passion and singing and shouting and rejoicing and lifting hands and clapping becomes a weapon of warfare against the enemy outside of us. I don't have a time to pick up all those examples. Let me choose one. And this is found in Judges chapter 20, verse 18. The Israelites went up to Bethel. Bethel means the house of God and inquired of God. They said, who of us is to go up first to fight against the Benjaminites? The Lord replied, Judah shall go first. The Israelites went to the house of God. They had an enemy against them. And they say to God, hey, we've got a battle in front of us. Who should go first? And God's reply is, Judah goes first. Judah is always first. What does Judah mean? Judah means praise. 
The word Judah simply means praise. That means we fight our battles through praise. We fight our battles through worship. We fight our battles through singing. We fight our battles through clapping. We fight our battles through rejoicing. You see, sometimes we don't fight. We don't fight uh, our battles through through flesh and blood. That means through trying harder or striving harder because it doesn't work. It's just exhausting. But if you're facing a challenge, a battle today, can I encourage you to start singing, to start praising. Those of you who've been blessed with the gift of singing and speaking in an unknown tongue, the gift of languages or the gift of tongues that the Bible calls is a gift of the Spirit. Start releasing that. Start activating that because that is a powerful weapon against the enemy that's outside of us. Judah goes first. The word Judah means praise and we always bring praise to our battles. We always bring praise to our confusion. We always bring praise to our pain. We always bring praise to our lack. We always bring praise to things that are too big for us. Why? Because we are people who believe that God is not on the move. God has already moved. He has sent his son. He has died in our place. He's buried. He's risen again. And so when we praise God in credit, in advance and say, hey, God, we want to just say that you've already moved on our behalf, something begins to happen in the enemy's camp. I want to challenge you today. I want to dare you today. Bring praise to your challenge. Bring praise to your battle. Bring a passionate atmosphere to everything that you're fighting against today and watch God begin to confound the enemy that's on the outside of you. That's too big for you. The mountains that are too big for you will begin to bow. The valleys that are too deep for you will begin to lift up. The crooked paths that are too complicated for you will begin to become straight rough places that are too complex to navigate will become plain. Why? Because praise is a weapon. We are passionate people and passion is one of the weapons that we use to fight the enemy on the inside and it's one of the weapons that we use to fight the enemy on the outside. We are passionate people. Why? Because passion is the atmosphere of heaven. Passion is the weapon that we use to fight the enemy on the inside and passion is the weapon that we use to fight the enemy on the outside, all over this place, this community, in your watch parties, in your homes. Take 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds to clap your hands, to jump, to shout, to praise. Come on, like nobody's watching, like you don't care who's watching. Release, release a shout of praise. Let it be on earth as it is in heaven. Come on, clap your hands. Let it be on earth. As it is in heaven, Judah goes first. Praise goes first when it comes to any, any mountain that you are facing today. I want to pray that God releases an atmosphere of praise and worship. Can I give you a personal request? Here's a personal request from your pastor. Next week, when you're all coming to Beacon Church, we'll all be in the building together. Can I say something? Bring your praise Bring your shout, bring your voice, bring your clap, bring your song, bring your passion. Why? Because we believe it should be on earth as it is in heaven. And in heaven, there is a sound of 10,000 upon 10,000 upon 10,000 of angels singing, worthy is the lamb that was slain. Jesus is worthy of lifting our hands up. Jesus is worthy of our clap. Jesus is worthy of our song. Jesus is worthy of our passion. We are passionate people. This is us. Let it be done on earth as it is in heaven.
Let me pray that God will release a new song in your mouth, a new song in your lips, a new shout. Those of you who have not been activating the gift of tongues will begin to activate it. Those of you who have not been baptized in the Holy Spirit will be baptized right now. I'm going to pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, baptize us with your spirit. Release a new song. Release a new shout. Release a new praise. Help us to be passionate people. Let it be in Beacon Church as it is in heaven. Let it be on earth as it is in heaven. Let 10,000 upon 10,000 upon 10,000 of us here in our community release praise. We prophesy that we will be a community of passion. We will express it. We will not be ashamed of it. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, before we go, we're going to sing a song. Before Beacon Kids comes, it's going to be a fantastic Beacon Kids session. We're going to sing one more song, expressing our song of praise and our worship to Jesus. Before we sing that song, I want to lead you in a very simple prayer. If you've not put your trust in Jesus Christ, if you're not a follower of Jesus Christ, I want to say to you, Jesus loves you. If you will believe in your heart that Jesus died, and if you will confess with your mouth that he was raised from the dead, then you will be rescued from an old life and given a brand new identity, an identity to be called a child of God. If you want to make that decision, I want to lead you in a very simple prayer. I'd like you to repeat these words after me, and you will be able to make a decision to become a follower of Jesus Christ. Pray with me. Say, Jesus, I believe that you died and that you rose again. I give you my life and I receive yours in Jesus name. Amen. Hey, I believe if you prayed that prayer, you've become a child of God. Reach out to us, connect with us. Don't do life on your own. We'd love to connect you with our community and help you take your next steps. Before Beacon Kids comes, let's all stand and let's give Jesus our highest praise. God bless. And I'll see you in person next week.